Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When people think about the NFL season that was the 2022-23 season, which resulted in the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. After the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, arguably the biggest story of the entire season was the DeMar Hamlin collapse on the field, being revived, and him living to to tell the world about it. For us to have been witnesses to that, because it was a Monday night football game, and being terrified for him and his family, to be horrified and being fans of the game of football and seeing that happen, and seeing his his teammates and all the players traumatized by that. I don't. We'll never forget that. I don't think that anybody that watched that game will ever forget that, and hopefully we'll never see an event like that again. But Demar Hamlin's recovery has been nothing short of a miracle. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for his teammates. I'm happy for his family. I'm happy for just everybody involved that were able to save that young man's life. Well, the Buffalo Bills, they know that DeMar wants to play football again. The Bills, the medical professionals um, that evaluated Hamlin, helped him, with the incident that are working with him now, they do not know whether he will just yet. But listen to this quote from Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean. He said this Tuesday at the NFL scouting combine, quote, if he's able to get full clearance and he feels he's ready to do it, that's another big smile of a story. Not that he just got his life back, but he would have his football career back and have an opportunity to go out there and play. We'll continue to support DeMar throughout this whole thing. I would love to get the storybook ending that he's definitely going to play, but we don't know that yet. If he does, we'll all be happy for him. I will always root for DeMar Hamlin. I always root for people 
with their hopes and dreams and their goals in life and them wanting to fulfill their goals. I don't think that football fans need to see DeMar Hamlin back in uniform on a football field. I don't think that we need to see that. I am terrified for his health and his life for him to go back to playing the most dangerous sport on planet Earth. I don't think that there's a need there. By all accounts, Tamar Hamlin is a very um, articulate, smart young man who's got so much talent inside of him. He's not just a football player. There's a lot of things he's going to be able to do in life. We, we, we've been told that. I've seen him speak. Heck, I think he's going to make a lot of money as a motivational speaker. And I know he wants to get back out there and play. I don't see the upside. I don't. And before anybody calls or texts and say, well, it's his his life, he can do whatever he wants. I I get that. I understand that. But can you imagine what? type of world we would be in with the NFL if something was to happen to DeMar Hamlin? God forbid that 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 he gets another horrible anything. I just don't see the upside to him playing. And when the general manager says, I would love to give the storybook ending that he's definitely going to play, the storybook ending already occurred, sir. The storybook ending is that he's alive, that he's attending the Super Bowl, that he's walking up to award shows. The fact that in a couple of months we'll have the ESPYs, and you know who'll probably be on stage? Damar Hamlin. That's a storybook ending. I don't want to see him get on a football field again. And this is not me rooting against Damar Hamlin. I'm going to root for him forever. But I just don't, I don't see the upside in it. If you have a take, if you have a perspective, if you have a thought about it, 651-461-9226. And I'm dead serious about this. I just think that we, I know that it's his dream, it's his life. He's a professional football player. That's what he knows right now. But sometimes, man, you gotta you gotta step away from it and say, "Is it worth it?" I'm, I'm telling you, I'll never forget where I was at, Chris, when that happened, man. I was at Target Center, and I'm sitting next to Jace Frederick, and I said, "Jace, something really, really bad just happened, and it's it's like beyond just a regular injury." And Jace was like, he wasn't, he was like, ah, well, are you sure? What? I said, no, dude. I said, listen, they, this is a very long commercial break. Then they came back from commercial break. Then they were talking about the way that they were surrounding. I said, I mm-hmm. think they're reviving him. I was like, and I wasn't, it was clearly me speculating, right? Because they didn't have the camera on him as everybody. But I'm, I'm clearly like, but I'm in tune with it, right? Like, I'm like, I'm paying attention. Sure. We, me and you, and and when you're in this industry, you go to enough sporting events. We know what it's like with the with the timeout situation. You know when something we, we know, seems a little we, off. We, 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 
we know what commercial breaks and how long they go and this that exactly right like 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 with the college basketball game you know you're going to get a timeout at the 16 the 12 the 8 and the 4 and then you're going to have halftime first dead ball if first some, dead ball after every 4 minutes yes if if something if something messes that up mm-hmm. then you're like hold on something's going on Either it's a medical thing, or maybe there's a, a something wrong with the equipment. You 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 know what I'm saying? Like we've seen all of this play out, and so after they went to like three commercial breaks, he's looking at me like, "Yeah, you're right, man. Something something's really really off here." And so I, I just I think for me, I'd rather be safe about it than to be sorry about it. Sorry that something happens. And we don't have that storybook ending. And by the way, congratulations to the winner of the uh, the Wolves Nets tickets, Travis uh, Nevela. Nevela. Travis Nevela from Minneapolis. He is going to be checking out the uh, the Wolves and the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. down at Target Center on March the 10th. But, look, I think that the storybook ending is something that we've seen. Um, I'm going to root for Jamar Hamlin. I, I just I'm very fearful for this because and by the way, this is not something that most people have seen before. No. We've seen we've torn ACLs, seen we've seen fractured foots and arms and this was a cardiac arrest. Yeah. And the and and, and, and look, we are living through still and coming out of a pandemic. And um whether you um are in vaccine denial, that's fine. If you believe that COVID itself has done things to the body, which I do believe that that's a thing, then then you know you can think that too. Wherever you want to, wherever you want to, you know, sit in terms of your your thought process. And I'm not sitting here saying that 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 everybody that's gotten vaccinated is a sin to clear. I'm not saying that there are people out there that have gotten vaccinated and have had side effects from from, from being vaccinated. Clearly there are going to be people out there that, that have bad side effects from being vaccinated. There's no that, I, I don't think anybody can really question that. Okay. But at the end of the day, I just don't know that the the reward of him playing football is worth the risk at this point. No, I I don't it, remember Teddy Bruschi after he had uh, that heart surgery back in like 2007, yep. 2008, and he came back to play. Like that made me uncomfortable knowing that he had this hole in his heart and he's going to be back on the NFL playing field. And, and that that made me it, it makes me just kind of tingly, but not in a good way because you just you, you don't see any positivity about it. And with this, and since he's had another heart issue, yes, Teddy Bruschi's had another heart issue. I think while at ESPN, he had to take some time off from television. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, on the flip side of this, Henry, if you're playing against Demar, if if you're playing against the Buffalo Bills and Demar Hamlin is on the other side, and you know you're going to go make a play, like how is that going to make his teammates feel? How is that going to make opponents feel? I mean, are, are you going to shy away from him? Like, how do you handle that? Because y- you don't want to slow up in the NFL because you're going to get yourself hurt. But at the same time, I don't know how that can't not be a factor if you're going to be on the field against him. It's just scary to think about. I mean, if if Hank Gathers lived, do you think that Hank Gathers should have been playing basketball again? No, 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 no. 
I mean, Reggie Lewis. Well, I mean, we've we've seen this happen before. And and no matter what happens with Demar Hamlin from here on out, the fact that he survived that awful, awful situation—that's a win. That's the story. That's like this extra, you know, playing football again. That, like you said, the risk versus the reward. He's already, to me, hit the pinnacle of what you could achieve in this situation. Where, how much higher can you go if you're Demar Hamlin? Yeah, I just don't see it. I just don't see the upside in it. If you have a thought on it, six five one four six one nine two two six. Um, if you have a reaction to that take, um, I, I, I'm very supportive of the young man. I'm so happy. I prayed for him. I'm, I'm like the majority of the country. I think the majority of people in this world pray for Jamar Hamlin to be healthy and for him to live. We didn't know what living was going to look like for him. Living for him is good right now because he's getting around just fine. He now I'm not saying he doesn't have any complications because you know we're not hanging out or nothing like that. Whatever. He's probably got some stuff that he's probably working through still, but his recovery's been nothing short of remarkable. All right. Coming up next, we got word on the street on a Wednesday night on the Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right it's word on the street time here on the good neighbor news talk 830 wcco word on the street 
We're about to go gossip column on you. We're going to go paparazzi on you. We are going to do our TMZ-esque version of a segment called Word on the Street. All right. Playing the part of Harvey Levin is Harvey. Well, you got got the same initials, so it just, it works, right? Harvey Levin, Henry Lake. See, it's... It's a match made in media heaven. Not that I'm a fan of his, because I'm not. You're not? Okay. I, I, no. I, I knew him on People's Court and TMZ. Hey, the uh, the weekend's new HBO show is getting dragged after a report suggested the production's in shambles, but it appears things are actually quite the opposite, and, uh, you know, Abel's quite pleased. Production sources for The Idol, which has been a work in progress for nearly two years now, say that the Rolling Stones article that came out earlier today about Euphoria star and creator uh, Sam Levinson's involvement is not a fair representation of how the lead star of the series feels, which it sounds like is optimistic and grateful. Now, apparently, nobody who talked to Rolling Stone, upwards of 13 sources, they claim has seen the final product. Despite reports of reshoots involving over-sexualized and or what they call torture porn scenes involving Lily Rose Depp uh, Depp and Abel, amongst other cast members, in other words, to suggest these scenes are going to make it in the final cut is misleading. Fact is, Levinson was brought on to replace OG director Amy Simons for a reason and that he's crafted an adult story with mature elements. Uh, which the show creators had envisioned from the beginning. Uh, I'm trying to, and this is the weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, this is the weekend. <laughs> um, I, I guess. Are you a fan of his? I'm not really a fan of his music. No, I. And he seems like I'm a not. really weird dude. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of of his. I mean. I know he's got the song "I Can't Feel My Face" or something, and he did the whole thing with the mirrors at the Super Bowl. I, I do know the show Euphoria because my wife and I have watched it, and it, it's very fascinating. But it is very adult themed and centric, uh, so I can understand where it's going to have a certain flavor and a certain feel to it if you're going to bring Sam Levinson in. But I, I mean, as for being a fan of the weekend. I love the weekend, the days, the weekend, the performer. Eh, don't know much about. I guess this young lady that the, the Depp gal. Mm-hmm. That's Johnny Depp's daughter. Is it really? Yeah. See, now it just makes me uncomfortable with seeing Lily Rose Depp. She's okay. got seven million followers on Instagram. Seven million. Uh, it says parents. Yep, Johnny Depp and Vanessa. Paradis. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Man, Johnny Depp's got a daughter that's acting. See, I I figured that there could. That's a model. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, she's got good genes. I mean, if she's Johnny Depp's daughter, I mean, you've got the pedigree to be in the industry. So, but man, that's, she's got the good depths from her mom. <laughs> I, well, you know, I, I'll have to. Vanessa Paradis. Okay. Vanessa. A French singer, model, and actress. Okay. All right. So you're, you're okay with that? John, Johnny Depp did okay? Oh, Johnny Depp did okay. Yeah. Johnny, yeah, Johnny Depp. I have a feeling could still do okay. You know, you know, this is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow, right? I mean, is he still getting dates after Amber Heard? Yes, he is. Oh, he's of rich. course he. Johnny yeah, Depp. Rich. Johnny Depp could get dates. It's Johnny Depp. It's Johnny Depp. 
I mean, OJ's going out on dates for Christ's sake. Oh man, nah. Uh, yeah, that's scary to think about, right? Uh, I mean, for us or but it's for, true though. Yeah, I mean, you is think that, is you, that you think that OJ Simpson's not going out on? Of course he is. I, I mean, it's scary that, to think about. Yeah, for for the uh, for the young lady who's seeking his companionship, it's probably scary. That's what I'm saying. Her. Yeah, you know, that's a killer situation, by the way. Uh, Britney Spears' quick decision to buy and then turn around and sell her new home is creating a significant financial loss for the singer. Now, property records indicate that she recently found a buyer for her Calabasas mansion, which she and husband uh, Sam Esgari. Just bought last year for eleven point eight million dollars. However, however, soon after buying it, they listed it for twelve million, and the final offer she accepted was around ten point one. The final tally is a one point seven million dollar. Yeah, it's a one point seven million dollar loss, but it seems that what the market was able to bring in amid soaring interest rates and dipping property values. Fact is, the longer she waited, apparently, the longer she waited, the less she'd be able to get. Um, the new homeowners, reportedly a Texas-based personal injury lawyer, uh, Brittany and Sam bought the place right around the time of their wedding. The home is in the same neighborhood where her ex-husband, Kevin Federline, lives with their two sons. Now, things really haven't worked out on that front, though, because her boys apparently are keeping their distance. And apparently, Brittany felt that the Calabasas home was too exposed for her liking anyway. She moved out just as quickly she moved in, and she currently resides back at her old place in Thousand Oaks. Now, as for the crib itself, uh, you know, guy who snapped it up, it's a lot of house apparently, seven bedrooms, nine bathrooms, all the bells and whistles of the luxury you'd expect with a Calabasas mansion, and it sits on a 1.6-acre parcel. I just, I'm wishing Britney Spears nothing but the best, but I must admit this about Britney Spears. And and I hate to, I, but this is just what I believe. Uh oh, I believe that Britney Spears is living a life where she's just destined to always be unhappy. It just seems that way, right? Like, it's, if it's not one thing, it's another. If it's not the 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 stuff with her father and then her, you know, um, her sister, she recently has something with her husband Sam. I, it just, I'm like, man, I just, I, you want to see people be happy, and especially people that have been extremely successful. And are extremely talented. It just seems like every time she's in the news, this is like she's down on life, and I hate that. Yeah, I'll I mean, how many millions did she? How many millions did she lose in this uh, selling in this house? One point seven mil. But to me, it's not about the money. It's about the quality of life, right? Because no matter where you're at, and and you know, Brittany, we, we know that she had the meltdown with you know shaving the head, and you know, and kind of she became that joke for a while, right? And now she, it, it appears that she's rebounded. She was doing a residency in Vegas, and it it seems like she at least was kind of getting her life back on track. So, but now it, she's taking a step back again. I, I mean, if 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 she's comfortable going back to her old place in Thousand Oaks, California, instead of living in this mansion, then be where you're comfortable. Be in an environment where you are going to thrive, because ultimately. You don't want to be in a situation that is not going to be good for your mental health. I, I just wanted to be healthy, healthy yeah. and happy. Yeah, I, I, I think that's ultimately what you want for uh, for everybody. And uh, yes. finally, Draymond Green wants Black History Month to be a thing of the past, delivering a, a speech to make his case saying, quote, why we got to keep getting the shortest month to celebrate our history. Now, at some point, can we get rid of it? Now, he asked reporters following the win over the Trailblazers last night. 
He accused current politicians of trying to wipe away black history out of schools and said he won't uh, settle for celebrating for just one month of a consolation prize. We know who's trying to get rid of it, right? It starts with Iran, ends with DeSantis. It's no surprise what he's trying to do. But according to the uh, ACLU, more than 30 state legislatures have recently been introduced to dampen black history education and hundreds of books written by black authors about race history have been pulled from the shelves. Quote, I'm not going to be the fool to say, yeah, we can celebrate it for 28 days. So at some point, I'd like to get rid of it. We're making all these changes in the world. Can't talk about these people. Can't talk about those people. Can't say this. Can't say that. Now, he was wearing the blue shirt that read Built by Black History during his postgame conference. Uh, his choice of clothing, intentional. Uh, four-time NBA champion and 2017 Defensive Player of the Year. Says he doesn't want people to misconstrue his call to end Black History Month, trying to downplay. Quote, at some point we have to get rid of Black History Month, he said. Not rid of Black History like they're trying to do, but Black History Month. Teach my history from January 1st to December 31st. Then do it again and again and again. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah. I think that some of the stuff that he's saying, it comes across as a little bit odd the way it sounds. I get his overall point. His point is that African-American history is everybody's history. And why shouldn't we learn more about it beyond just the month of February, which is indeed that is a true thing for a lot of people. So I want I want people to get that out of their heads that it's just a one-month thing because it's not that for a lot of people. And when I say a lot of people, I'm not talking about just in the African-American community, but I'm talking about white Americans too. There are I have white friends that um, that dive into black history year-round, okay, So because, it's, because it is American history. But the, the, the point about it, um, we shouldn't have it, that's no, like we should always have history about – Whatever it is, for whatever people, you know, Native Americans, whoever, right, Asian yeah. Americans, the, the the bottom line is that we have to get out of, and this is the bigger point that he's making, we have to get out of this mode of being fixated for a month, and then we we tend to want to downgrade all of the accomplishments and the historical significance of a people outside of that one month. I think that's the bigger point. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it seems like it's a novelty. It's hyped. We talk about it, and then it just kind of goes by the wayside. And it, it's it should deserve more constant attention and recognition than just being put on a pedestal for a short period of time. But and to that, be fair, I'll say I'll say that about everybody, though. I'll say that about yeah. uh, Native American history. Oh, absolutely, Asian American history. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, so I don't. You know, I'm going to speak up on everybody's behalf and just not just our own. No, that's and, and that's yeah. I, I mean to to acknowledge everybody because there's there's a lot of history out there that we don't know about. I mean, my daughter's learning about things in, in her class in sixth grade. I never learned about because I feel like some of the information was withheld from me. So. I'm fascinated by things that I'm learning about, you know, Native American history and, and culture. So, yeah, I, I, there, there's a case to be made for celebrating all sorts of ethnicities and races. No question. No question. All right. Coming up next. Thanks for the um, for that with Ward on the street. Coming up next, though, 
we'll dive into a story from the weekend that came up with regards to one of the top-tier uh, secondary players in the National Football League the last couple of years who's been out because of injury, Byron Jones. Um, he has been out um, due to injury for the Miami Dolphins, and he kind of was tweet-storming. Sent out a couple of tweets. They caught everybody's attention. What did he have to say? I'll explain. Coming up next year on The Lake Show. Hey, real quick, Chris, a friend of mine, Angela, she uh, is listening to the show. We appreciate the listen. We always we, we love the listeners. She said, check out Britney Spears' um, Instagram post. She's kind of lost her mind. So now you know they're going to be doing it at 9 o'clock? I'm going to go check out Britney Spears. Check out her Instagram. Yeah, well, I'm not going to. I feel feel bad for her, man. I really do. I I hate to see celebrities that just kind of lose their way. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, what? Britney Spears. Okay, Britney Spears official. River Ride. You're looking it up right now. No, 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 I'm not. All right. I'm not looking. Yeah. All right, look, the National Football League, of which everybody's addicted to it. I, I think it's safe to say that most people are addicted to football. You love football. And I'm talking about NFL football. Forget about the XFL. I haven't watched the XFL, okay, at all. I haven't watched one second of it, even though there are people that I know like Pierre Nugent from Fox 9. He's wagering on XFL football. Like, Oof. bro, you, you – <laughs> Oof! Exactly, exactly. My me, God, me I, thought, I, I, thought, I, I thought I had a problem. Guardsy and Pierre. Hey. Oh my God! Oh wow! No, 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 no. Okay. Justin Guard. I didn't say that he bet on me. You, you let me finish. Okay. Me and Justin Guard were were mocking and having fun with Pierre Nugent on Twitter because oh, okay. he wagers on it. No, Justin Guard is not wagering on XFL football. I would never wager on XFL football. So. <laughs> So I just it was so funny that 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 was a thing like over the weekend. We're like, what? You're, who you're wa- wagering on? Who? What, what player are you talking about? Anyway, football is the most devastating sport on earth from a from a from an injury perspective, from a physicality perspective. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, my cousin, who um, who tragically passed away when he was um, um, a football player at the University of Arkansas, um, he would say to his mother, and he even said it to me once, he says, I don't know if I want to play in the National Football League. And, like, he was he was on track to, to play. Like, he started as a freshman um, at the University of Arkansas. I remember watching him in the SEC championship in the George Dome as a true freshman and just, like, you know, big-time defensive lineman. And he said early on, he's like, man, this, this, this game is tough. It's brutal. I, I you know. I don't have to do this for a living. You know, he wanted to get into business and 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 economics and stuff like that. And, and he, so he, he wasn't beholden to having to play the sport, is my point. Byron Jones from the Miami Dolphins went on a Twitter rant over the weekend. And it got a lot of people's attention. Okay? There were a couple of tweets that he put out there, and people just immediately – latched on to it. He says first, in the first tweet, much has changed in eight years. Today, I can't run or jump 
because of my injury sustained playing this game. Do not take the pills they give you. Do not take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must, consult an outside doctor to learn the long-term implications. That was the first tweet. Then the second tweet, he said, it was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a regrettable cost I did not foresee. In my opinion, no amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. Godspeed to the draft class of 2023. Let let me say this to all of the guys out there claiming that they're they're badasses and I'm an alpha male and 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 all this stuff. There's no person on planet Earth that can look at a football player in the National Football League, the highest, the best in the world, and talk trash on them and call them soft. And I don't care if they're a punter or just a place kicker. You can't call them soft. Don't do it. Because they are doing something amongst the toughest athletes playing the toughest game. So don't, don't don't dare mock and ridicule football players and try to say somebody's soft and somebody's – no, they're not. They're putting their bodies on the line. But getting back to, to Byron Jones – I wonder if there are going to be football players that will look at his tweets and look at what he has to say and and take that into account when they think about what they want to do or how long they want to play. Because he's not just some dude. No. Like, he's a 30-year-old former Pro Bowl player who played for eight years and at one point was thought of as, as the best at his position. So... I'm not saying that this is going to stop guys from wanting to play because everybody has hopes and dreams of doing something and making a lot of money and all of that. But I do think, though, um, Chris, that that there will be some players that will more so walk into this thinking it's more of a short-term thing than a long-term thing. Well, we've had guys that have retired because of concussions, and I think of Luke Keekley. From Carolina, retired at the very top of his game. Uh, you know, Patrick Willis was also very beat up. And Patrick Willis was an absolute monster. And now you're hearing Byron Jones talking about it from a different angle. When he's, you know, he's talking about the pills and everything that doctors are giving you. And, and there's a lot more I feel that these players have to go through that we are not even privy to. You know, when, exactly. when you when you hear about these supplements and okay, you know these these trains, you know these team doctors, you know they're going to get you back in the field. They're employed by the team. It's in their best interest to try and get you back to the point where you can compete for your employer because you are not any good. You are not valuable to your team, to your employer, unless you are out there doing the job that you are paid to do. So I think naturally these doctors might rush you and and give you things. But I haven't heard that, you know, that supplement side of it. But uh, I mean, Byron Jones is a young guy, been in the league for eight years and he can't run. He can't jump. Dude, he's 30. And I, he's 30, and he's tweeting out he can't run and jump. And, and I mean, think about that. That, to me, it, it's, mind-blowing. It, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-boggling to think somebody – and that's a defensive back. 
I mean, think about what these linemen go through, what people who are, you know, head-to-head combat for 30, 40 plays a game. I mean, think about that. What what are those guys going to deal with? I'm going to tell you this right now. This is when I, I really took to heart how brutal a game it, it, it is, okay? And I, I know that my cousin, because uh, my, my my cousin Justin passed away, a, you know, a long time ago, about almost 20, 20, what, 24 years ago now. Um, this is when I knew that it was a brutal sport. He didn't die from a, um from any football injuries. He needed a heart transplant. Um, the this is when I knew that football it was just it was something different. I saw video footage of <laughs> Earl Campbell and um, Jerome Bettis struggling to get up steps. Mm-hmm. To get up steps, I, you guys don't understand what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not talking about Chris. I'm talking about the general public. I saw I saw a video where Earl Campbell couldn't walk, and I was like, "And we know Earl Campbell was as rough and rugged a football player as you're ever." Going oh, to he be. was a beast. He he was an absolute yeah. I mean, monster. Pe- pe- people call people call uh, Marshawn Lynch uh, beast mode. Oh. What? Marshawn Lynch ain't got nothing on Earl Campbell. On Earl Campbell. No, no, Seriously. Not, not at all. So when I saw that, and then uh, subsequently I saw Jerome Bettis, and, and, and the Jerome Bettis stuff was literally like him like two years out of the league. I'm like, dude, that's the bus. Yeah. The bus can't do anything. The bus is having trouble walking. Then that's when I knew it was real. Yeah, and that's that's a side we don't want to look at that because that's down the road. That that we don't want anything that's going to take away from our enjoyment of the NFL. You know what? Like, just let me gamble on football. Let me have my fantasy football. Let me just enjoy my Sundays. It's not going to affect me down the road. You know, I mean, their their quality of life is not a concern to me. So just let me enjoy the here and now. I feel like that's how a lot of fans look at it, and. Uh, I, I just I really hope that, you know, we get to the point where they can take into consideration that these guys are their bodies are literally breaking down for our entertainment. I mean, fans not caring about the players because they're just a piece of meat. Yeah, that seems on brand. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong with that's how a lot of people view it. I mean, there were yeah. there were people that were upset when that Bengals Bills game got canceled on Monday yes. night, yes, play the game, play the game, play the game, reschedule it. It's like a, a, a man's heart stopped. They had to resuscitate him yeah. on the field. I, I don't give a damn about the odds, the, the fan, whatever. It's like this man's quality of life and him living is more important than whatever it is that you've got going on because it's it's a life. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. All right, uh, we'll take our final break, come back, and final segment of the Lake Show next. All right, we got about 60 seconds left here in the show. Um, Been a fun show tonight. We didn't have any guests tonight. Um, We were trying to get one, but there's a lot of stuff going on with them in the Big Ten tournament and stuff going on at the Mall of America, so we'll probably catch up with them a little bit later in the week. Uh, Reminder. Uh, Steve Thompson's in for me tomorrow night. He'll be with Christopher Tubbs. He'll be hosting. I'll be in for Chad Hartman 
still hanging out in Hawaii. I'm in for Chad Hartman, noon until 3 tomorrow, right here on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. Have an awesome evening, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.